Ashley G, and you are listening to The Music Muse, and this is my podcast. And today's episode is number nine, and we are calling this one Mommy and Me, because I interview my dear mother, Johnny Peoples, and yeah, we get into a little bit of politics, we definitely have some wholesome conversation, and we are definitely getting into some music. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. And mom, tell the people, hey. Ashley's mom, I've known her for 30 plus years, and I would just like to let you know a little something about her. When she was born and uh, kicking about in me, you know, she was quite different from her brother. Her brother hung right underneath my rib cage. So I knew that this birth had to be somewhat different because she was just a little kicker and just a kicking going on. And as a matter of fact, I was throwing up in my last trimester. So it was like God was just preparing me and let me know that something wasn't quite right. So when she was born, she came out looking just like her brother. And I said, let me take a look at her to make sure she's a girl because she looked too much like her. So I had to take a peek in her diaper. So that night uh, when all the visitors had left and it was late at night, I walked down to the nursery to take a look at my little one. She had a little full belly and I go like "Mm, that just don't seem right you know I wonder why her little tummy was so full so it didn't surprise me the next night uh, morning when the doctor came in and told me that my little one had Hirschsprung's disease didn't quite know what that was but it was that her lower intestine hadn't fully developed so they had to go in they took care of that And so after she had surgery, her dad went to the other hospital because they had to take her from one hospital to another um, infant care that was a bit better able to take care of infants. So um, that day, um, the first time I went to see her, uh, she looked like a little chicken. She was only four pounds and four ounces, so... Her daddy wanted to name her Ashley, and I had to look it up because I go like, okay, you got to name the first one, so I'm going to see what Ashley means. Little did I know it means victory and strength, and I go like, that's it, because she was victorious in making it through uh, her surgery. And so I stayed um, the night with my mom once I got released from the hospital. Ashley had to stay in the hospital for over a month. And so uh, that first night I was home, I uh, my mom said, do you want to go to the hospital before we lay down to bed? And I go like, oh, no, um, I'm okay. But once I got to bed, I go like, mom, I got to go see my baby. I just start crying. I got to go see my baby. So I went to the hospital, and it had to be, oh, uh, more around midnight and I go like oh she's such a quiet uh, baby and uh, um, the nurse Vicky say oh you don't see her at three o'clock in the morning but Vicky she was a great nurse and Vicky if you're out there I want to say thanks again 
because the doctors and the nurse, I mean, um, they have always been essential workers, not just in the Karina time, but way back then, the nurse, she sent a lad a nice card home talking about Ashley. And the doctor even called. He was like, I would say, a grandfather. Dr. Lee, he was excellent. He made house calls, calling, checking on her and make sure it was okay. And we even went to um, the annual picnics they had for critical care, care infants. And I don't know, never know whatever happened to those. But it would not be nice for one year that we go now that she's of age and she can see all the little ones there. But um, that's a lot about my baby girl. What do you have to say? Well, thank you so much for that, Mom. And I'm sure everybody enjoyed my infant backstory. And, um, Mom, what is it like being my mom? I have to say, like, I love you all the same, like my mom always used to say. But I have to say, you're probably the one that's giving me the less gray hairs. And I thank God for that because, like your name says, you've always been strong. You've always been independent. And, you, you know, and you love your mother. And I feel it every day, even though I don't see you. I know it in my heart, you know. you. It's not a time that... Pretty much, I think this is the first year that we haven't went to um, a baby face concert or did some type of outing or went by paint by number. You know, it's always something that she puts really truly thought in whatever she does for me, whether it's making a blanket with all the family on it. She just knows how to surprise. I mean, anyone that's lucky enough to be a friend to her or be in her orbit. So some of the times, you know, I said, I thank God, you know, for all my children. And I said, I thank God that sometime I must have did something right, even though I know I put everybody in the hands of God. And that's pretty much it. What do you enjoy about having me as a mom? Well, I enjoy watching you just love, you know, everything that you do. You love being a grandma. You love being a mom. Um, you loved being an employee for AT&T for 30 plus years. Um, and you just always have the best advice. Um, I always come to you with life's heavy questions and you always give me like you know you're and you always give me so much love you always give me so much to look forward to when you give me advice and you just taught me how to love unconditionally I really do think that's your superpower and you know my work ethic too like I just get that from you because you always put your all into everything you do that's great, and I'm so glad to hear you say that because that's what I believe in giving, unconditional love, you know? We all go through some things, you know, and you may not always agree with what your children do, but you love them, you know? It's like 
when you were born and your brother were born, I always said you, I felt like it was many me's walking outside of my body. It was really, really scary when you guys were really little toddlers and running around and stuff. Cause I remember we were at your brother's softball game one year and I go like, Oh, that little kid is running away from their family. <laughs> little did I know it was my little kid running away from the family. So that's pretty much it. And I just um, think that you always, uh, of all my motherly advice, you liked it, my Michael Jackson, you know, how I was so infatuated with him when I was younger, you know, but I truly love that true Jackson 5 Michael Jackson, uh, the ABC, I want to be where you are. And, um, you know, just all of it. You can look in the dictionary and you can see moonwalk and you should see Michael Jackson uh, next to it because of all the, um, he was a trendsetter. I think Chris Brown and all the up and coming guys, you'll see a little Michael Weathers doing, uh, the moonwalk, his dance, even today, and it's been years, you still can see him. So I just say rest in heaven, Mikey. That's right. Um, rest in peace to the greatest, Michael Jackson. And, Mom, I just want to say thank you for bringing that man into my life, um, you know, because he's just so great and... Um, I just remember doing dances when I was little for you, uh, me and Brandon, you know, my brother, uh, we would do these dances for my mom and her black heels and her shoes and she would just die and she would just laugh. Um, but mom, what is your favorite Michael Jackson song? I think I love I'll Be There. I mean, nobody can sing that like him. I wish you could have it on right now and just play a snippet. I'll Be There. That is one of the ones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one, you know. Yeah, that was a great one. And I also really loved Ben. Okay, Ben, the two of us. Oh, that was really great. Can't look no more. I remember going to the movies and seeing that movie. Do you know what that movie was about? Ben? Mm-hmm. About yeah, it was. It was a good movie. Yeah, she looked that up one day and just played uh, Ben. Um, look at Ben. It was a good movie. I don't know that. We got to watch the Republican convention, sadly. And I want to say out there, please go out and vote. Please go out and vote. You really do have to go out and vote. You can't say that your vote don't count. That is why we're there now. You know, the Republicans have made, uh, rewritten Trump. He was even surprised of all the stuff they were seeing about him, you know. But I saw on Facebook 40 facts. And I mean, just check the facts to see... You know, nobody's perfect, but we need to truly get America back where there is truly not so much uprising in the street, where people are not getting hurt. Because every day when you think that it's over, something worse happens. 
And this has got to stop. I mean, it says, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, then God will heal our land. And that's all I ask is that after the broadcast, you take a moment and you just humble yourself and pray because we need healing in the land. It's no way that three young kids should see their dad getting shot in the back. There is just no way. And, you know, I'm just praying for peace in the land. I know my daughter didn't want me to go this way, but the spirit has just been hitting me to go that way. So I'm just praying for that. I am definitely praying for that too, Mom, um, for sure. Um, You know, I think it's really important for people to just know this, that if you're voting for Trump, you're just wrong. I'm sorry, but we need, you know, new administration in there that's going to unite the, um, you know, the American people and not bring them against each other and yeah and being activists has always been in our blood um because you know we're always getting into some good trouble and wasn't you know grandma an activist yeah I'm glad you mentioned that because way before me my mom you know she was an activist she walked in Alabama she and my auntie was locked up and my great-grandmother had to go get them out of jail because they um, protest with Martin Luther King, you know. So it is it's generational, and I just wish that uh, things, I could say that things have changed since then, but it just don't, you know, it's sad to say that things are, <laughs> if not worse, still the same. It's really sad. I mean, it is sad, but we also have to count our blessings for the things that have gotten better. Um, I know it kind of seems like, you know, things are still going not the way they should be right now. I mean, I feel like every day there's something new that pops up and, you know, we're just like, damn, I thought we were moving past this or damn, didn't we learn our lesson from, you know, 30, 40 years ago? But it just seems like we have not. And, um, you know, my prayer for this coming up generation Um, You know, well, at least my generation, we're trying to, you know, help the next generation um, abolish racism. You know, I feel like my generation is, you know, we're at the forefront and we're saying, hey, this shit is not okay," And we're just out here fighting, you know, like the generations that came um, before us. And, you know, I can only be hopeful just like anybody um, living in 2020 right now that we all wake up and make, you know, the right decision in November for the sake of our humanity of the United States. It says the lesser of two evils and seeing the sign coming uh, when I was coming over today and it says 
anybody but Trump. And that's so sad that that's what our world has come to. And I just want, I can't say this enough, that everyone that's on protesting, please vote. Take your mother, take your sister, take your brother, but vote. Because that is where it really, really counts. You're trying to be, trying to hinder us with the, the post office, trying to stop the votes any way they can. But we got to do above and exceedingly to make a change. And I feel like a change is coming. And, Mom, did we talk about Babyface? I think we talked about Babyface. Uh, uh, the concert that you took me to at the Palace, that was a great concert. I Okay, right, back when the Palace was a thing. I, yeah, that was, that was sweet. I remember that concert. It was really, really fun. Um, and mom, what music did you listen to when you were growing up? Old Town, Smokey Robinson, the Jackson Five, Aretha Franklin, you know, my mom, she was really an Otis Redding, Redding kind of, um, and my dad liked the Al Green, you know, they would have that, uh, we had one of those, um, stereos that was a stereo in a bar, you know, and on, um, Sundays, we would have our cousins uh, and their parents over, you know, and they would play their little music and stuff. And that was um, one of the fond memories of I had with my parents. And then, you know, on Sunday, we couldn't really go anywhere until my dad watched the Detroit Tigers. And I was just hoping it wouldn't be a long inning because... If it was still daylight out when it was over, then we were lucky enough to go to Belle Isle. And then on the way home, my special treat was White Castles. So those were all good memories of um, uh, growing up, you know. And I just have to say out there, you know, children love your parents because when they're gone, they're gone. And I truly just thank God for my dad, even though he was my biological dad. He took four girls that was not his own and raised them as his own. And I just thank God that he met my mom and, you know, became my father because he was truly one of the better fathers that you could ever think of, you know? You know, he would be my younger sister that was a tomboy. She would go fishing with him, you know, and I would think I was his baby girl uh, because I remember on my wedding day, he told me, you will always be my China doll. And he never told me that until I got married, and I just always think about that and even though he wasn't my dad I remember one time he uh, took me to the hospital because I was being uh, an unruly child didn't want to take out the trash running from my mom and I wind up hitting my head on the doorknob and I had to have stitches so he came home from work and he saw me bleeding going yelling at my mom what happened what happened so he took me to the hospital 
And the nurse, somehow she said, that's your dad? Said, he looks just like you. And my heart just bubbled, you know, because he wasn't my biological dad. But I think sometimes when you're around people long enough, you do um, inherit that trait. So, you know, I'm just looking back and thanking God for my parents because, you know, we've been talking mother to daughter, but without a mother, nobody, none of us would be here, you know, without my mom. Thank you, Mom, for that cute little backstory about Grandpa and Grandma. Um, I always liked when you would tell stories about their love when I was younger. And I don't know, I just like the way you light up when you talk about them and, you know, in the circle of life. Um, But that was a really beautiful story, Mom. Thank you for sharing it with everybody. And, you know, I can't wait, you know, to tell, have a sit down with my future daughter, you know, hopefully um, about, you know, me and my music taste and how she got brought up. Um, It'll be very interesting. And I just remember music just being a huge um, part of my childhood because you and dad had all those um, old vinyl records and everything and we would listen to them to clean up on a Sunday um, but yeah you, you know music is very huge in our household yeah it was because you know all the LPs your dad has you know yeah so yeah, wild to wild LPs. Now they're all CDs, so he just got used to getting his music on, but you know, listen to digital. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mom, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this interview for me. Um, it was so important for people to. You know, get to know me, my, you know, my audience to get to know me a little bit more and then just get to know a little bit about my background and just, you know, see where I come from and, you know, see why I talk about the stuff that I talk about, you know, on my show. So I love you, mom. Thank you so much for coming. And to everybody who listened to this episode, I just want to say thank you as well for listening to me and my mom have a wholesome little, you know, mother-daughter talk. And I hope to have my mom back on the show um, again, you know, for season two. But, yeah, guys, this um, is the end of episode nine. Um, Episode ten, I'm going to be doing a full circle episode with my first guest, Alyssa Layton. Um, We are going to finally do this segment we were supposed to do for quarantine, but we did not do it because, well, I was going through a divorce and I just really didn't feel like talking about being single and all that stuff. Um, You know, I thought I was ready to talk about it, you know, when we had um, made this um, segment up in our heads 
And, you know, I just was like, eh, it's just not the right time. But now I'm in a total different headspace um, in this quarantine COVID situation. So we're just going to go full circle and have another little girl chat for episode 10. And, yeah, and then after episode 10, we're doing one more. Um, uh, we're going to do episode 11. And that will be it. And then we'll get and get we're gonna get ready for season two. So yeah, thank you for listening. I hope to see you in on episode ten. Have a great night. Love you. Bye. <laughs>